coming down right now So you're standing in my lane In the dark there's a lighthouse Breaking through the shade Now you're standing on the rooftop Feeling my embrace Gonna argue when I won't stop I need to feel the What's up? You're. This is Guy Ross. You're know, tuned into um, NPR Radio <laughs> on how it's made. And today's episode, it's like nah. This is Set Your Day Radio. My name's NKNX. A bar. And this is the first episode of 2017. Wow. We made it. We made it. It's lit. We made it. So, with that being said, we're excited to kick off the year here. Absolutely. We got a whole bunch of stuff lined up already for the next couple months. And, uh, yeah. Do we want to um, kind of like, you know, give the people a preview of what's going on or not? Yeah, maybe. Let's it, give them a little mm, little something. Um, Merch. We got merch coming. Yeah. Events. Events, yeah. Loft party. What? Who said that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Who said whoa. that? What? What? Who said whoa. that? Yeah. It's in, it's in um, it's where the station is located. The same, the same city. <laughs> Ends in Arc. Arc. Yeah. But um, what else we got going on? Um, got merch. Man, we just got guests like just the, got mad shit wazoo, coming, man. Like guests that are like just like. Sorry, we're on coke right random now. Random fire. <laughs> <laughs> we all just did a line before this. Not agreeing. Not disagreeing. Yeah, y'all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but disagreeing. Yeah. 
So how was vacay, Nick? What'd, what'd you do and shit? Vacay was awesome. Yo, Christmas didn't feel like Christmas this year. Well, this whole break didn't feel like really a break. At least for yeah. me. I, I was, I was, it was away, work. so it was like, it was splendid. Hmm. Yeah. Well, but you went to St. Lucia. I did. How was that? I was out there. It was nice, you know. Um, vibes. You gotta tell us the story, like one Beautiful story. Women. One, one quick story. All right. So, I'm at um, I'm at the beach. I'm just there with my cousins and my brother, and my sister, and then my other cousins just pop out of nowhere, and they're just lit. Okay. And there's this other kid. He's like a billionaire, and he's he just pulls up with his BMW. I met him for the first time. I just met him. Once I knew I met him, I'm like, oh man, we're about to be lit. Mm-hmm. So then like. We're all together. Then, like, he's like, yo, you want to get Jack and Coke? I'm just chilling by the <laughs> beach with my siblings. You know, I'm just drinking a little Heineken or whatever mm-hmm. on the beach. And then, like, I'm like, oh, shit, we're about to get fucked up. So then, like, we go, we're going back to back, like, round and round. Like, and he's like, he's like, he's like an Indian, West Indian. So it's like, you know, the Indians don't have a drink. Mm-hmm. They can drink. So I'm like, my cousin's like, yo, don't try to keep up with him. He just be drinking. Like, by the time you know it, I was just done. I went. I cut my finger. Like, oh, bro, the whole night was just wild. Everybody was turned. Everybody was just like dropping drinks. I think we just bought. I think we bought two bottles of Jack that night at the bar. They do a lot of drinking St. Lucia. Like yeah. it's like a everyday yeah. kind of party. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the pastime. Like you wake up, you drink. <coughs> mm. Yeah, drink and drive. Drink. You can drink and drive. You can just post up wherever. Awesome. So it's like mad liberating in that way. But then like kind of keeping people like docile. Mm, words like yo just drink drink your sorrows you know what i mean yeah yeah saint lucia is definitely a place i want to go to it's, it's because of you like you're the one that if it weren't for you i wouldn't know anything about saint lucia oh that's what it is you man. Made it. it's about putting it on your country and then, like somebody told me that he's like yo you got to put it on your country and i was like yo that's some real shit damn because a lot of people are afraid to, to step out of their backyard mm-hmm. i think the world is just right that's it like that's mm-hmm. my world i gotta go peru everybody's against me <laughs> yeah i gotta go peru and uruguay hell yeah but yeah, that was it, man. One story. Other stories are just wild. I'm not gonna go there. We got Sean in the building though. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Sean Will here, our guest today on Saturday Radio. I'm like your first guest for the, like the uh, for the year. For the year, yeah. Right? You were the cool. first guest. I feel cool now. Of the year. I'm inside the cool kids club. Yeah, one more, one more <laughs> clap, round of applause. We, we made it, man. This was He's this was five. just a dream, man. This was just a dream. He's part of the repertoire now. Yeah. Of like the culture people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what do you, what do you do? Why do why should we care about you? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I mean, that's solely I feel like depending on the person, really. Mm. I don't really think that I'm too important or that crazy of a big deal you know what i'm saying so mm. but a lot of people know you for djing yeah from uh djing remixes and songs and stuff like that you know for all for the culture totally. and then people also know you as your previous yeah dj fire or yeah. or it's weird because uh when i changed my name to sean will it's funny because you still get people who like who call you fire so you know everyone's like well what should i call you honestly if you knew me as fire i just let you call me that that makes that sense you've already knew me as that you know, and then for everyone that calls me Sean, I realize that you're a new friend. So I'm like, okay. So that's how like I can like kind of figure out who's what and like who I'm at. Right. Yeah. Like I was just talking to Nick the other day. I was like, yo, I, like everybody calls me A Bar, but I just want people to just call me like Charles or some shit. <laughs> but like my name. Why would you go from A Bar to Charles? <laughs> because like I just feel like I'm stuck with it now. Like I'm just like A-bar. what A Bar? I mean, yeah. A Bar sounds pretty trash, and then you said like Charles. <laughs> So well, you thanks. Yo, like, damn, you're pretty much. Like damn, well, show's out. over now. Word. 
Because why would you call yourself 8 Bar? Not 8 Bar, like, but like my name's Anthony Barley. So then it's like, nah, bro. A Bar. Oh, <laughs> like A Bar. Yeah. yeah. That's even worse, bro. Oh, man. Damn. Damn. What's going on here? It's even Damn. worse. I'm not even going to be mad, though. Like, you, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And you want to go to Charles? Damn. We got <laughs> Charles. Yo, you just want like a like a name name? Nah, like, bro. You got to rethink your plan, bro. I don't know yet. I, see, that's the thing. Like, Charles. I don't know yet. I think I might just stick with A-Bar. Because everybody just call me A-Bar. I call you A-Bar. That's listen, how I met you. Bro, yeah, or Ant. I like Ant. Ant sounds just way Aunt. better than than A-Bar or Charles. Like, What's wrong with Charles? Damn. Damn. Charles just sounds like somebody's uncle or like somebody's grown-ass <laughs> father. Yo. Like Charles. Or like... Like I wear open. I guess toes, it's like, like like I wear open toe sandals. Like imagine like just like, like all right. So imagine you having a girl and like yeah, I'm in by my friend Charles. It just sounds like he's old as hell. Like, nah, he just sure? sounds smart. Like, nah, he sounds old. He like sounds Charles. like he wear glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're like a lawyer major or something like that in school. Like you're you're, you're smart, but then again, like Charles, it just it doesn't sound fun. It's just a name, though. That's how I also see it too. It's just a name. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I guess you can make the name. Like to me, fire is the dumbest thing ever. But like, once you get some sort of like thing going with, it, I guess it clicks. Because in my mind, like, who calls yeah. somebody fire? Like, why I chose it, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? It just you don't know. To me. But like, once you start doing stuff under a name and it kind of like sticks and like you've done something, like DJ Mustard, that's a dumb name. But being Stupid that he's hot, mm-hmm. it's like you ignore it. So I guess like once you become a cool factor, your name doesn't matter. So maybe A Bar or yeah. Charles will stick. <laughs> you know or probably does already for like you know your friends or whatever you know sure. what i'm saying i'm not really sure but you know i don't know like i guess the person does make the name because in my mind like fire is dumb as hell but whatever like i went with it yeah i mean the sense of like you get like on or something you know then yeah, at that point it's like you do you're stuck yeah. with it or you're like you i know. mean I, I guess it has no choice but to work because like once you've getting like known for something you're kind of like if you want to keep working you kind of have to let people know that you're that person mm-hmm. right you know I think that's like the biggest transition is that because I've done so much stuff under fire yeah. before I rebranded as Sean Wills. So like my one sheet is kind of like it's no point in having a one sheet because if I send it to someone, it's all under fire. So you have to explain why this happened and then this. And it's just like, ah, should have just left my name. Sure. And I mean, that you have all the right to go by your name, too. I mean, who's to tell you that you can't change your name? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's just more simple because like, <clears throat> I mean, it just sounds more professional like Sean Will. Very true. Like if I was yeah. at the club and I had to get in, and, and you know they were like, "Oh, we have fire outside." Who's that? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, Sean Will's here." It just sounds like you're important, or like you, you know, you're, it's kind of like, like like a strong name. So true. I just rock with it. True. And when did you decide to change it? Uh, like last summer, like around I think April maybe. Just because you got tired. Nah, uh, because I stopped doing Jersey Club and I started doing like more pop based records and stuff. So my management, they were just like, I felt like you should change your name to fit your sound, like. It just like weird with DJ Fire, like it just I don't know. And that was like an easy thing for you, like um, I mean, yeah, like not you, fire anymore. Strong. I wouldn't say that it's easy because like you're technically getting rid of a part of yourself, but at the same time, you can't yeah. be afraid to make changes. I feel like some people, you know, they're afraid to change, or they're afraid to be vulnerable, and I feel like that's like the biggest thing that's what's wrong with people nowadays. Is people are afraid to be seen weak, or you know, be seen going through something or trying something new. Yo, I was just, everyone I was just to talking just about that. Put on the front and say, "Oh yeah, I'm this and I'm that." Da, 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 da. And then behind scenes, you're nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I always say, like, talk less, do more. Because anybody can sit here and say what they're doing. Amen. Very true. But it's funny you said that. Doing anything. I'm sorry to cut you, but yeah, I was just talking about like how like um, there's actually power in being vulnerable. Yeah. Because like, even think about it, like when you're pitching like an idea or something to someone, like I want to know why you're passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? Like. High five. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why. So it's like if I'm pitching an idea to someone like an app or something, I'm like, yo, just simply coming at them like, you know, oh, this is gonna change the world. Now it's like, oh, I'm Anthony Barley and I like doing this that, and the third and you know this is this is what i like and then I, I think that really opens people up i'm pretty up sure somebody would to be take genuine your your advice just because you said my name is anthony barley right that sounds like someone's name right. like i would take advice from oh no I'm, i wouldn't i wouldn't like pitch to someone like oh, i'm a bar like you know I, I would come, of course not come correct you know professional of course not. yeah but yeah but right. yeah i mean who like i felt like being vulnerable like the story is way better for the kid that was down and out and looked like he wasn't gonna make it and then all of a sudden you know now he's at you know appeared like top 10 or at the top versus someone that portrayed to be on top already and then got to the top like right oh, okay like you don't really care about that like oh, right exactly. i kind of seen that happening but for this guy he went through all of this and now he's here that's a great story right but i feel like people are, are afraid to be that story everybody wants to portray something you know that they're not or whatever like you could just tell what someone is doing based off of their pictures like if you're super flashy or like overly flashy in pictures uh you know i don't know I, I wouldn't say that i'm overly flashy i have like nice things but like some guys are like every time you buy something or every time like you have something going like you gotta stretch your clothes out and everything to like try and show off stuff where yeah. it's just like uh, it's not really that deep bro because no. if i because if you can be on here with all this stuff and i go to this party you know what i'm saying two blocks down from where i live or whatever and you're here it's just like oh okay <coughs> you know what i'm saying like oh okay. that's true all right very true I guess it's just like you know what people are trying to gather too, like the attention, and then like you know they think that like what glitters is gold. So nah, like they just go about it all wrong because again, like you can't be out here doing all this or saying you're you know buying all this stuff and like trying to be super flashy, but yet still you're still in the same area, like you haven't same position at all. Yeah, you know it's just retarded to me. I don't yeah, know. It doesn't make any sense. That's how I feel about people being scammers nowadays. Like you're really risking your life to buy Gucci belts. Like you're really crazy. Like something's really wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? I, f- I feel like that's always been around though. Yeah, but now it's like it's more prevalent. And in my mind, it's like you're sitting here betraying a lifestyle or showing off that I have this. But realistically, if you get caught, you're going to jail, bro. But you know what it is, though? It's instant gratification. No one wants to work towards it. They just want it right away. Like, But don't tell me, like, fast money feels great. Like, getting things like quick. Sometimes sometimes it feels great. Nothing that comes that fast or that easy is worth having, bro. Tell you that right now. Yeah, exactly. But But why not? Why not if you have it? If I just got something, you got it. I'm saying, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. If I wanted to sit there and be a part of this, anyone can go scam and get money. Everybody has problems. But at the same time is like i'm gonna have to pay for that or answer for that at some point in time understand that for every account you mess up that's 10 years in jail for each account so you're out here scamming every day right messing right. up tens and hundreds of you know what i'm saying then you accounts. mess up your credit on top of that too not even that like if you, you like think of it like this right if we're all in a car and there's a gun in here and no one owns up to it we all get to do the same time yeah. so let's say you're out here scamming one day and the cops happen to run down on this bank Every scam that's been going on here, they're going to put it on you. You're going to jail for life. It's over. All because you wanted to buy Gucci belts. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Like, you're really out here risking your life to buy Gucci belts and nice but I think things. That's the thing with everything. Everything is, like, risk factor. Because, you know, there's consequences. Yeah, Without but the consequences, would we even be having this conversation? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's, it, because it's different. Because it's like, a law and, like, your morals. Yeah, but I feel like the risk... Like, you understand, like, when you're out here risking your, your life for a Gucci belt, make sure that the reward is worth it. Like, it's a whole difference. I'm saying, like, I'm not saying that, like, you shouldn't do risk, oh, risky like, so, things. So, cause and effect. So yeah, if you like, do this, realistically, like, okay, should, cool. Like, you know. I dropped out of school. I had a scholarship. I had a job lined up. I dropped all that to pursue music. That's a risk, but the reward, I'm not going to go to jail. Right. If, worst case, if I fail, I just go and get a job or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get caught with that. You're going to jail. Your life is over. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's just like, is it really worth it? No. That's just my whole point. Like, it doesn't Absolutely make sense. Not. But whatever. We're not here yeah. for scammers. Nah, but that's that's a, that's a good point you bring up. Because yeah. I don't think people really think out a lot of things sometimes. Like, just think nah, things out. That's the problem. Nah. 
just think. People just do, 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 do. Yeah. And, don't like, and it becomes addicting. Whatever happens. I mean, I, I think sometimes just doing things on impulse may be cool, but it's like also just know you make, you have to make a determined decision at that time too. So it's like you have to be like a, you have to be a mature in a mature mindset to make decisions like that. Yeah. And you have to be, also be rational with what you're doing. Like I get like yeah to do stuff on impulse, but you're a grown adult. Like use your mind. You can do things right. on impulse, and you know what's right and what's wrong and what's crazy and what's not. Like realistically, like people, well, yeah, I'm just super impulsive, so that's why I do this. Yeah, but you kind of know what's gonna happen if you do this. There's like you have some degree of it. Don't just sit here and blindly do stuff. Like yeah, I'm gonna go blindly just scam and get Gucci belts. I'm gonna go to jail. Like it's over. It's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, talk less, say more. Before, because that's actually my New Year's resolution. Yeah, bro. Just I talk have, less. Talk less. Do more. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Also, you got to put it like, like, uh, you know, like I probably like I like I guess like the way my friends are set up. Like I have it like prioritized. Well, like I have my friends who I speak to stuff. You know about career stuff. I have my friends. You know that I talk to. You like, know he's serious when he says. Stuff. You know how my friends are set up. Yeah. You know <laughs> that's my friends serious. Are set up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I take this stuff very seriously because like you are who you talk to. So if you hang around, you know, mm-hmm. five millionaires, you be the sixth one. We hang around six bro people. Guess what? You be the seventh one. Right, right. You can't sit here and ask advice from people on career stuff or whatever if all they do with their life is sit around and smoke or drink and do nothing. Like they have no like greater aspirations than that. You yeah, know what I'm saying. So why would ambition. I talk to you about my career or, or different things? You know when, the, when when you know when like you don't know. For instance, like uh, you know my other friend, he works. For, he's like he's a top broker at Goldman and Sachs on Wall Street. I'll talk to him about career stuff or life advice because. He's taking risk every day, you know what I'm saying? He's a Wall Street person. Yeah. Right. One of my other managers, he's Travis Scott's manager. I'll talk to him about stuff because why? Busy. He he has somebody, you know what I'm saying? So like I'll speak to him or, you know, one of my other friends, he's a rapper, or my other friend, her dad owns Live Nation, I'll call her. Like those are people who I talk to about like career stuff. I'm not gonna sit here and call my best friend that works at the airport and ask him, yo, what should I do about this song? He's not gonna be able to tell me nothing. Mm-hmm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he hasn't done anything. All he knows is the airport and what he's been doing the, the past, what? 20 years of his life or whatever you know what I'm saying so yeah. realistically like I feel like sometimes people waste the wrong energy on the wrong people know how to prioritize your friends so you don't waste time asking the wrong people the wrong you know the right questions then it also goes like there's sometimes there's some people I'll talk to about those certain things you're talking about but yeah. it's only because like those people will give me a genuine answer and like it's like you know when you respect people you want a, a genuine answer and opinion from those people because it's not like validation but it's also like a genuine opinion because yeah, you, you, you still- came up with that yeah, but you can still get a, like, like, like I can difference. still get a, a genuine response from the people who I'm asking because they're, you know, they know how to judge. Yeah, they, they know, know how, how to talk yeah, to you. Yeah. And those people who generally aren't going to lie to you. So and that's how the reason why I'm, you know, talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me personally, I need someone to tell me stuff like black and white. Don't, don't hide anything. Don't sugarcoat it. Tell me. Like, yeah. I've had one of my managers tell me, like, yo, I would play this song for nobody. Like, this song's horrible. Okay, cool. I need to hear that. And at the Don't same time, me, like, some oh, of the friends... it's not that bad. Maybe, like, right here is good, but nah, bro. Just say that the whole thing is horrible. If it's bad, say it's bad. Don't lie. Because then you don't push... Then it's not pushing me. Now, I'm saying thinking that, okay, this is okay. Or, you know, here is fine. Right. Nah, destroy the whole thing. Tell you that the whole thing is horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'll, I'll, ha- like, I'll have some friends. Sorry. Like, I'll have some friends that, like, kind of... um. They won't give me feedback or it won't be very detailed because they're hating on me. It's and it's vague. like and it's like you know they're intentionally hating because they don't want they don't like your they don't like to see you succeed in that position. And that's when you know that person is not your friend. I have a thing for people like that, right? You know, I say like we're all we all have a cart in life, right? And we're all pulling our cart up a hill or a mountain, whatever. And along the way you're going to pick up people and some people are going to help you, help you pull, help you steer. If a tire gets flat, they'll hop out, fix it for you. 
Then you just have some people who are just in the cart for the ride, not adding to anything that you're doing, hindering you in some way. You can't be afraid to push them to the side. Don't be afraid to outgrow people. Like, it's okay. Everyone, you, you do outgrow people. Don't be afraid. You can't take everybody with you. You know that? You mm-hmm. can't take everyone, you know, on your road. Some people you have to leave behind and come back later, you know what I'm saying, if, if you care about them or whatever. Yeah. But don't be afraid to, like, if someone's not helping your life in some way or adding to it, get rid of them. Like, you're not adding, you, like, you serve no purpose while you're here. Absolutely. Uh, someone recently told me, like, unfollow all the people who are not doing anything productive. Man, if you don't like my pictures, I'm not going to follow you. What do you mean? <laughs> Simple as that. Like, if you're not liking my pictures or if I can't go on one of my pictures and see that you've liked something, I got rid of you. Like, I don't follow mad people. Yeah. I do it every day. But then again, I want to know when someone genuinely likes my stuff. I don't really care, honestly. As long as, as, long as you like my pictures, that's all I care about. Whether you think yeah. it's cool or not, I don't. I don't care. Okay. Realistically, okay. And when did you realize this whole, um, like, making sure your friends are all p- purposeful and benefiting you? Like, did something happen where, or uh, do you realize it like later, like early on DJing? Because I've personally realized it once I hit college. That's when I was like, okay, now this is when, like, everyone around me should be taking um, everything seriously. I kind of realized this early on. Like, I realized all that stuff early on. But Wish then again, like, just having conversations with certain people of certain statuses, they paint the picture a lot more clearer for you. Or a lot more clear, I should say, for you. So, I mean, when I was probably, like, 17, 17 or 18, I told myself, like, yo, if you're not adding to my life, I don't need you. Um, if you're not helping me, I don't need you. Uh, if you're not my best friends that I've known now for years, I don't need you because, I mean, I'm older now. I don't need new friends. I already have the same friends mm-hmm. I can go out with. So right, as far right. as having new best friends, unless it happens organically by itself and I can't stop it, then yeah. But I'm not going out saying, hey, you're my new best friend. Like, me and you are cool and I talk to you whenever I come out. And again, like, you have to have your friends set up. Like, I have my friends who are the accelerators. You know, I call them, like, right. the friends that hit you with, the, yo, I haven't seen you in mad long. How you been? Da, 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 da. Yeah. I only hit you up because I want to go outside, realistically. So, where should I go or where should we go? Like, you know what I'm saying? Associate. No, yeah, I, really, I really appreciate that you're being genuine and honest about that. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people want to be straight up about it and they'll kind of say face, you know? Then, keep it this way, right? Everybody gets used. It's just how you get used. Right. Do you, I, do, you, do, you, do you believe, I have a question, do you believe that everyone has an ulterior motive? Whether, unless it's your mother or someone who's like your mother or father. Everybody has an ulterior motive. Everyone. Because it's unconditional love from those two. Because they're like that's your blood. Yeah, you know but I mean? I mean, everyone has a motive. Yeah, everybody, everyone. Even if it's like love, like you, you your know, parents, you, you, you know, love. your parents could have had you because they wanted to have a kid. There's some sort of motive to why they had you to fulfill some need that they wanted. You know what I'm saying? So you're yeah. here for some sort of a purpose. Yes, yeah, they didn't just say, "Oh, well. let's have a kid." And even then, that's a purpose. Let's yeah, have it a is kid. a purpose. It is. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like everybody has a motive. Right. It's different than than, than others. I just say people who have motives that are hidden behind false motives. Like you're saying this one thing to my face, but realistically, you're here for this. Yeah. So you're saying A, but you're here for B. Yeah, I hate it when it's like ill intent. Like, yeah. just don't let it be ill intentions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's why, like, I kind of play people from afar. So, like, even people that, like, I work with, I gradually work you in. Like, the guy that, like, comes to, uh, to my studio now and, like, we work on, like, music and stuff. He started out just coming through. Like, I would have him play something and then, like, leave. Like, all right, bye. You know? And then he gradually started <laughs> staying longer, playing more. Um, I just started letting him, like, give me a pains on stuff. Yeah. And then now we're, like, full-blown, like, best friends because I work with him, like, pretty much every day. So, you know, now he sees that, like, he's grown into, like, an actual position. But at first, bro, I called you for what I needed you for, and then you can leave. Like, you can go. I don't need you anymore. Bye. Yeah. 
You know, so and you, you can't work. be afraid to be like that with, with people because people will be that way with you. Exactly. Yeah. When you take yourself seriously, sure people yeah, will take you ways. serious. Of course. Yeah, that's it. That's all. It's interesting because you work very business oriented, where whereas a lot of producers and people in music, at least our age or people locally, people it's have local business. minds. You it's know? always business. And they don't think like that. That's why they're not growing to the point where they want like I said, to. Be. It's all about prioritizing stuff and people and your situations. Like, like realistically, there's no point for you to work with an artist that isn't going to add to your growth. Realistically, it's different if you're doing it to help them grow. But realistically, like that's why most people don't work with some people because it's like, how can I benefit from this? Everybody wants to be able to benefit from something. Mm-hmm. So if I, so if you can't. So let's say like the kid that I'm working with, let's say like I really can't grow from him, but he has a great voice. That's my benefit. He's nobody really, but his voice is amazing and he's going to be something. If you don't have something and to bring to the him. table, yeah, or have something to offer, you're you're you have no value. That's why people get used and get left because it's like they use you for what they need you for and then once you're all done up, it's like okay, cool, moving on. And you know, that's what they always say, like you're as good as your value. The more valuable you are, the more of an asset you are to people. So you can't think that you're, you know, an asset when really you're not, you know. It's all about being realistic with yourself and your abilities and what you have going on. That's why you have to take yourself seriously because if you don't take yourself seriously and keep your business organized and keep growing, eventually over time you become useless. And yeah. nobody wants to work with you. The same kid who you laughed at is now past you and won't even talk to you. Yeah, this is dope because, I, I mean, I feel like all of us in this room right now are pretty, like, you know, our minds are pretty well put together. Yeah, we got strong-minded people. people, you know. Yeah. Who we so got like, in the room though? Shout out Scoob. Yeah, we Scoob got Drew. Here. Shout out Drew. Drew's shout here. out. Shout out. Vincent. Shout out Becky. Like the camera. Becky's here in the back. Gonna come up. Do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions? Anything that you kind of came up with? Like, all right, 2017. You know, this is oh. how I'm thinking. This is where my mind is at. Oh, uh, I mean, my mind's pretty much. I don't wait for a year to determine on when I'm going to do something or how I'm going to act. I mean, I feel like that's a cool little like thing that happens. But realistically, like if that's really your mindset, you're really behind the curve. Mm-hmm. If you have to wait every year to start something new, then you'll never <laughs> get anywhere. Like, oh yeah, this year I'm going to do this. Like realistically, if you haven't been doing this already, that's why I hate when people are like, oh yeah, new year, new me, new year, new like new this. If you're saying this, I know that if this is your goal for this year, that means that the year that we're in currently, prior to that one, you weren't doing anything. So it's just like, oh, this year I'm going to be more serious and get my work done. So this whole year you haven't done nothing, pretty much. It's like what you're saying. Yeah. And you I, waited I, until I this year to come bit, up. A little bit that. on it. Because then I uh, also see like, all right, if a person's willing to change, that that change today, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's great. You know, like, just stop it. Yeah, but why should you have to wait for a new year to come in to stop smoking? Like, you should know off rip that, that I should stop smoking. True. Whatever it gets people to stop, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know. mean, I guess like Depe- start. it depends. You know, what it's I mean? a false sense of security or a false or a false sense of I forget the word. Pretty much like it helps you be o- be okay with the idea that okay, I'm going to stop this bad habit or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just tricking your mind to make you be okay with it for right now because at this point in time, you know, I have to stop. But realistically, like, how many people actually like, do what they say they're gonna do? I don't know. Why do you I don't think, know, why do you think the gym is packed January, February, and then March comes around? And it's just slow. Yeah. It's just super slow. Like, I don't make, and then for one thing, people need to not make unrealistic goals for themselves. Like, realistically, I'm not saying not to think outside the box, but be mindful of your situation and, like, the growth that you have to go to get to this point. Well, what do you think are, how do you know when a uh, goal is realistic or not that's for, like, for someone? That's like mm. two years ago if I was saying, yo, I'm going to go win a Grammy this year. No, okay. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. That wasn't going to happen. Like, I wasn't even making music 
at that level to make a Grammy. I mean, uh, to win a Grammy. So, like, some people, they'll be, like, have a mindset like that. And it's like, bro, your goal is maybe two, three years down the road. So, for this year, set more goals that, like, get you closer to that, but maybe not that, you know? Like, if you say, oh, this what year. What would have been a, a realistic goal for you two years ago? Two years ago? Um, I don't even know, bro. I've gone through so many different changes and conversations and stuff. Like, my mind is a whole different place than it was two years ago. Two years ago, I was very, like, lost. Like, just yeah. just uh, going with the flow and thinking that, like, I kind of know it all. And the minute that you get dropped into, like, real situations, you, you, like, you realize, like, oh, okay, like, uh, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Like, I really don't know. And like I said, again, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable. So I was just like, yo, I really don't know. But at the same time, I'm not dumb. So I just played my lane. And versus trying to get in sessions with certain people, I just hung around and got knowledge from everybody. I was like, well, okay, I can't really match you on a music tip, but we're cool, and I'm going to hang around you and get your contacts and party for free and drink for free on you and have a great time and just go nuts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I did that instead. Why don't you take us kind of through like a daily... Well, I've been meeting up with you every so often yeah, to yeah. get catch the ropes of producing, so thanks for that, actually. Yeah. Yo, let me know about that. I, I, don't, I don't even know what y'all been doing. Word. Fill me no, in. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about it. Now I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> we'll bring you along. Okay. We'll bring you along. <laughs> Um, we're just working. What I just, what I do is I just shadow him. I, you know, sit back and just watch he what he does. He asked me a thousand questions. I, I, Two thousand. I think the best reaction was he came there recently and he was asking me about like, yo, well, how do you make like sounds or something? And like, I guess he didn't understand EQing. So I took everything mm -hmm. off of this sound and he was like, what the hell? Like this thing sounds yeah. completely different. Yeah. So what, what I learned was that one sound is the sounds you hear in songs originally are not what the what you're hearing. So they could, right. you could turn a guitar string into a voice. A voice. It's like crazy. It's just through EQs, and like I knew that, but I didn't know it went to that extent. So yeah. that's what I learned. So he was sitting there like, "Yo," he was like, "Nah, man, what the hell?" He starts writing stuff <laughs> Blown, down like, "Yo, God. I gotta sit here and just like crazy, yeah. you know." But um, I mean, my daily process. Uh, yeah, what's it when you wake up wake Monday up. morning? Like, oh, Mondays are my days where like I take in new music because usually people put out music towards the end of the week and then over the weekend it bubbles and you hear all the blogs about it. So Monday is like the day to like see what everything. Are you talking about in general or like certain genres? No, nah, usually in general, like people put out music sometimes in the beginning, but more or less towards the end because the weekend is coming. So yeah, kind of like it's usually like towards the end. Yeah, so. I kind of just let everything bubble for that week. And Monday, I just go down the list of all the genres, all the, all the new music. I have, like, key artists who I follow and, like, look at what they're doing to get ideas from. Um, and then I go from that. And then I read the news because I feel like you need to be informed of what's going on around you. So I read probably, like, 15 different news outlets. I probably take two hours to, like, read all the news and, like, watch everything that's happening within, I guess, our world and outside the world. That's good. Then from there, I do emails, uh, answer <laughs> emails, whether it be, emails, like, man. um... Different emails. Like sometimes I have kids who send me songs, so I go through demos. Um, different. Like I had a kid write me from Iceland, so I read his email. It was oh, wow. Mad lengthy. I, I, I reply back. Uh, then I go through my Twitter DMs because you know you have like the little tab of like unseen stuff. So I'll go through all those, see what they're talking about. So right now I'm trying to find more artists, like singers. So I have kids just sending me links for other artists. So I've just been going through them. I found some some guy in Atlanta. Some guy in Australia. Uh, this new girl. I think she's around this area. But pretty much just going through that. And then from there, uh, I go to my goal board and my to and my like list of stuff to get done. And I look at like, okay, today's Monday. I have to get X, Y, and Z done. I mean, I go, you know, I start my day. Music related, just everything. Yeah. Everything yeah. related. Mm -hmm. Pretty much like be dedicated to your craft and 
stay on top of it and keep your ear out for stuff because I felt like to be creative you have to take in what's out you know there you just can't be in your own bubble and be like oh I'm the best and I'm going to be this like realistically right. you need other influences to inspire you to, you know for ideas and stuff so I'll generally just do stuff like that on Mondays and then after Monday it's just pretty much work Wednesday and Thursday or piano day so the kid who plays piano comes through and we probably mm. spend like 10 to 12 hours the whole day just knocking out melodies and different sounds and messing with stuff and I'm giving him ideas that I've compiled from Monday till now so yesterday we, we probably were going from I want to say 12 to 12 from 12 to 12 uh, he was there we just went all day and that's kind of what I do all week and then uh, I've had some stuff happening so like I had to do I just got a placement for Kid Ink so I was doing that song for him. So I got one song placed on Kid Ink's album. It's supposed to be a single, so got to call my lawyer on, lawyer on that. Um, I'm doing someone's tour. They offered me a nice amount of cash. Some rapper. Um, I won't really say his name because it's not like done yet. But I'm going to tour with him from uh, what is it? April, May, and June. Mm-hmm. So I had to talk to my lawyer this week. Sent him the details. So pretty much now I'm just going to lawyer stuff and still doing sessions right now. But that's generally kind of what happens. And then I kind of just check on everybody. From the music you get from uh, people around the world, is there anything that's interesting trending anywhere or something that, like, I mean, country they're all that's kind going of on? like trying to do the same thing. It's kind of always like similar stuff. How do you feel about that? Is that annoying? No, nah, like, because I think, like, like if you say, like, Iceland or something like that, kids from, like, Stockholm, that's like, you know, House Capital, House Central, like, TSO from Stockholm and Beaches yeah. from there. So those kids aspire to be like those people or like the Martin Garrick sound. So it's using, like, always house stuff and they're like, yo, how, you know, if you can support this, I have a kid right now that I just got one right before we got on here. His name, I think, is Lucky Gold or something like that. I don't know. But um, it's kind of all the same. So, I mean, I kind of just give them my best advice. Like, if I hear their sound, maybe, like, their synths or their drop is nice, but their chords lack or they don't, you know, or their percussion is kind of bad. You know, I'm not, like, an expert, so to, so to speak, because, I mean, anyone could be an, an, an expert in music because it's kind of, like, by what you hear. Mm-hmm. But I go based off, of like, their, their EQ and then how they're, you know, blending stuff together because that's an actual skill, I guess you can say. Why do you feel like you should respond to them, though? Why not? We're all with that person at some point in time. So it's just, like, I'm, I don't care how big you get. You should never not help people out who are on the bottom because you never know when right. that kid may blow up and your shit's going down and he's going up and it's like, oh, hey, you know, Tieso does that. He befriends all the little, all the you know, younger DJs who are coming up, gets them on records, you know. it's It helps keep him relevant and, and keep him, you know, leveled. Yeah. And plus, like I said before, like, no one's better than anybody else. Realistically, we all die. So, I mean, that tells you right there that we're all the same thing or we're all on the same level. I may be doing this and you may be here, but two years from now or a year from now, you could be right where I'm at. Who knows? So I just respond to everybody because I mean we were all that person at one point in time. Yeah, and I like, never sent out demos, but I've been someone like, like wanting to like talk to people. There's like a lot of kids that I know too, and like they may be younger than me, but I'll try to like kind of nurture them in a way as yeah. like a, as like a you know as a role model. Like if they look up to me and I see them in me and see the potential in them, like yeah. I don't want them to get steered wrong, like the way I did by certain people. Like I can say like just you know just being in the industry, being in the city. And you know the fake handshakes and all that, mm. and the overbites, you know, like <laughs> just, you know, that that kind of thing. Like, so it's like, I don't want those same people to make that mistake when that time comes, when they get tapped on. It's yeah. like, yo, you're next. I wouldn't even say that. Like, that's what I'm worried about. It's more or less like I know how frustrating it is to sit there and yeah. like want to figure something out and want to talk to somebody that's doing something and you know they're not responding to you because I've had that happen before. Luckily for mm. me, my idols, I've gotten to, to meet them and become good friends with them. So, you know, it worked out for me. But I felt like, you know, I have I know what you're going through. I know what you feel like. I've had kids curse me out because I didn't, you know, respond right away. I'm like, relax. Well, like, yeah, I'm that, going see, to that's, respond. 
That's they go like, oh, because you have followers, you can just ignore me. I'm a human being like, bro, I'm going to talk to you. But first of all, like, don't talk to me like that. That's one. Calm nah, down. I'm respect going to talk respect to you. someone's schedule. Like, you don't know what they're, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you're yeah. off your, you know, like, I, I think we've talked about this before, actually, where I don't, like, we get a lot of emails at the station. I do listen to some. Yeah. But just by, e- even the way the email's presented, I already know what the music's going to sound like. Yeah, so I that's mean, why sometimes everything. Like, if so, if I get an email and it's like, "Oh, please read this," no, I'm not gonna read this. Yeah, or like, listen to this, and like, has no name, no. nothing. It's just a link, and I'm like, really? Like, you why am I the gonna? Funniest thing I've gotten. So there's this. I don't know. There's some rapper. Uh, I think he's from. Starts with a G. I don't know. I can't think of it right now. But it's like somewhere in the UK. In I'm the UK. Sure. I don't mm. know, mm. but he sent a video. He tagged me, Skrillex, uh, Slushy, and a few other people, and he's rapping. Oh my god, it was the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh man. But he has thing. some great friends. <laughs> Yo, you on his page? His friends are hyping him up. He has some great friends. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, this is so so badass. You're you're a boss." You know, I commented. I was like, "Yo, keep going. Like, keep pushing." He's like, "Yo, thank you." But like that gave him so much. Like, you didn't tell him he was trash. Nah, I don't know him, so I mean, he looks like somebody that likes kind of like, you know people when like that's all, like that's your hobby, and you kind of wanted to work out, but not really. I don't know, he just looks super happy doing it, and like, I responded, um, yeah, I think Layback Luke had responded, so like, you know, he was kind of in his zone, so I don't want to kill it, like, oh, you really suck, I want to just join along and like help it, you know. Wait a second, so if I send music to a group chat, and Instagram with a bunch of DJs, yeah. they'll probably listen to it? No. I mean, he just got lucky, I guess. I don't know, because okay. I bypassed it, and then I seen that Layback Luke had responded, so I was like, let me see what this is. Because I think it came to my shit twice, and I was just like, yo, what is this? Because like, I, I get it a lot. Like, I'll get grouped into weird things, and like, you know, with a bunch oh of weird gosh. kids that don't speak no English, just like writing, I'm like, why are you have me in here? Because, you know, you can add people in this stuff. Right. So it's just weird. I don't know. Instagram is weird. Social media about a whole is weird. But anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to kill it. But like, if you were my like my, my friend, best believe I'm gonna let you know, bro. Quit it. Like, it's not for you. Stop doing it. Mm. I do it all the time. Or at least just give positive feedback. No, bro. You have to understand mm-hmm. that some not people f- not for sure. do not have it, bro. But then, what, what if you do though? I mean, it's, it's skill, it's skill versus it. inherent talent. Though. I'm saying. So, like, first so, of all, so, talent does not exist. Right. There's no such thing as talent, bro. At all, what talent is a myth, bro. I beg to differ, man. Because I feel as though like there's certain people who will just have like their creative, their left brain no, is very heightened. No, man, it's all about being obsessed. Four years ago, I could not make nothing. I sucked at making music, but I wanted to be good, so I right. applied so myself. A, a, a child that, that can, can sing. teach you how to sing. Right? Okay, so, so someone that can sing, you're born like, yeah, Yo, you can sing, and then yeah. you you are also. Your but there's people sing. who can sing and people who can sing and swag it out and actually become an artist. True, there's but a, then that person, that, per- that person just knows how to sell it. The, but it, that person may be working 150% times more than I am. So what is that being? Obsessed. True. Yeah. But then once that person with talent and skill has both of it together, you're dangerous. Because um, there's, there's no there's no way stopping you. Because the, how? I don't feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like talent really exists. I feel like maybe for certain things, I feel like you may have a knack for something, but talent, no, because I've seen people, you know what I'm saying, who can't sing and they're artists. There's a lot of of singers, there are singers nowadays that sing their behinds off. They were taught how to sing. They had a knack for it. Maybe they had a better pitch range than you did or whatever. I feel like you're born with a little better skill, but talent-wise, no, because anyone can do anything. It's about how much do you want that. You got guys who don't have legs who win championships, you know, in the Olympics. He doesn't have legs. Right. How's he beating you? He doesn't have legs. 
I guess I'll have we to, would say that I guess he doesn't have, have, have that. legs. You know what I'm saying? But because he wants to be the best, he's literally beating people who have legs. Yeah. That's how you should know that talent doesn't exist, bro. It's about it's a mindset. It's about yo. I really want this to happen. I really like. I really want this. Like I really want it. And fuck it. You have legs. I'm going to be faster than you, bro. And I don't even have legs. Yeah. I have to attach these shits on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so, about being obsessed, bro. And I feel like that's what people lack nowadays. Because that's a cool thought. I'm, people I'm love to talk. That again. Yeah. People love to talk about stuff yeah. and be like, oh yeah, I want this, but do not apply themselves. So you're saying from the music that. Let's say a singer. You've never received music from a singer that is not big at all, but you're like, and maybe she's like 18 years old, and you're like, wow, this girl has talent. Yeah, because I work with them. But they're, you're saying they're talented. What? If you hear like music from someone that they I don't think they're them, talented. I think like like they like, just worked at it. Yeah, they just really worked at it. Like they're young, but they really applied themselves. That's all. Because again, like I said before, talent. I don't think it's talent. I think you have a knack for something. Like okay, like I may be better. Like, when you're first born, some kids, they talk first or they walk first. Right. Like, you have a knack. Like, okay, you were just going to do this first before th- this person. At some point in time, we all want to walk, so you start to walk. And then you do other things, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's just about being obsessed or, like, how driven you are for something. Because they say that, oh, talent does this. Like, no. And someone very and someone very successful told me that. I believe Snake told me that. Uh, Snake told me something like that. Like, oh, there's no such thing as talent. I think he told me that and my friend from Wall Street told me that. He was like, bro, there's no thing as being talent. Like, no. That's the reason why people can be at the bottom and come to the top because why wow, they're obsessed with being great. Yeah, there's definitely truth to that. I I definitely believe that you know for sure. Saying? LeBron James always talks about that too. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a work ethic. It's, it's applying yourself. Right, right. You can make yourself good at something. By yeah, putting like, I taught myself piano. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I was in high school, versus going out a lot. Sometimes I would just stay home. If I wasn't DJing, I would just stay home and watch YouTube. YouTube is like your best friend. You know, now that you mentioned, piano. you might be definitely. right because I, I've been playing piano since I was five. And that's only because my mother made me do it. Yeah. And, you know, who knows if I would be doing it or not. And uh, and also that applies to or stuff if I had too the because if you naturally want to do something and you're naturally into something, you'll be good at that. Because that's what you want to do. Right. It's passion. It's passion. Yeah. Yeah. And just because you're passionate doesn't mean that you're good at something. Yeah. I definitely believe that. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's people who are passionate about DJing and they suck. You know? So it's just yeah. like, whatever. So Not for you, DJing-wise, a um, lot of people here in Jersey know you for DJing. Yeah. And what's what's good, what, how's that going to work moving forward? Do you want to um, work towards DJing your own music, or you want to kind of stop the, the type of parties you've done in the past? I mean, I'm not going back to the Hole in the Wall Club. Dude. Right, of course, Hell that's not. No. Um, but Club I mean, is but yeah, definitely out of the question moving, for you. I mean, really just doing, like, having concerts, having shows, and just, because I actually make, like, pop records. So, I mean, generally, if one of them takes off, they'd be on the radio when I can go on tour and have a show and have a band and, you know, do shows or whatever. So, I mean, it kind of just plays hand in hand with that. Like, I'll still DJ because that's how DJs are so relevant now because the DJs that have the crazy fan base and have their records, how they perform their songs is by playing them. So all these concerts and all these festivals, people are going there to see these people or DJs play their songs. So, so technically, DJs are now artists because yeah. you have records. Yeah, and I, I like that a lot. Like, you know, you got like the K Trinata. You know, mm-hmm. these people are putting on people and like they're more so creating their music than just yeah. having artists on it instead yeah. of it being like a producer based thing. Like even yeah. King Thelonious, um, Thelonious Martin out here from Montclair, mm-hmm. same way he put out a project, but it had artists on there, but yeah. he carried his weight as an artist, but also a producer. Yeah. You know, and I, I like how the, the, the producers and DJs too are getting more credit, which they do deserve. 
Yeah, you know? like I guess the you most create the sound. Yeah, I guess like the most relevant like of our age or uh, producer would be like Metro. Right. Very. Yeah. He's a cool dude. With your knowledge in club, uh, where do you see the the scene right now? Because what trash, trash, garbage, garbage. Yeah, it's it's bad. Cause I mean, I guess. Cause in one way you can I, see it as like a a growing opportunity, no. but in another way you can see it as just let me get a, as far away from. I this feel as like possible. a lot of people yeah. nowadays, and this is maybe because I'm older now and. Like, when I was making that, it was, like, in high school, and it was different. But, like, now that you're older, you kind of see that, like, isn't like it has no substance. Like, sometimes I have no idea what this song is saying. Or there's seven songs mixed into one song that says, like, oh, Drake, whatever. And the club like now. five different songs mixed into that one song, and it's just like, well, like, what is this? It's, it's, it used to be a vibe. Now it's so fast. Like, you literally have to be on drugs to fucking keep up with the dances <laughs> or whatever. And I feel like it's cool for the kids, but, like... For someone, first of all, club, it's sampling. So you can never really go anywhere off club because you can never make money off club legitly because you don't own none of the material that you're doing. So realistically, no, there really there is no longevity in it. You may can get known in it, but a lot of the kids who are like like uh, known in it, they can just be DJs and making club isn't making music because it's just putting samples together and, you know, patterns and like doing it. You're not really producing anything. You, get, you, you know what I'm saying? So unless you start to learn the scale of production, you really can't go anywhere in it. Because if you're just making club remixes, okay, cool, you're, you're doing a remix, but, like, it's not your song. So you'll never get that crazy exposure that, like, you know, people who have their actual workers go, like, top 10 on Billboard. Like, your remix will never go top 10 on Billboard because it's not yours. Yeah. So, I mean... How, how do you feel about, um... Sorry, this is a little sidebar, but, like... Cool. J. Cole put out that song, um... She got small time, dude, I got bigger dreams. I didn't even listen to it, but you know that song? I don't even know it. What is it called? Is it the new one that he just did called High, High, High Hours? No? Um... It's 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 the same Bryson Tiller sample. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah. Heard that. Yeah, I, I don't. I feel like that was a little corny on his part to put that out, and it being a radio hit, and then like you know, we're already already familiar with that sound and that sample. It's like yeah, why I mean, it's J. Cole. why do it wants. again? So then you can say that about anybody else. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like uh, you know Drake. Every year he does a remake or a resampling of a record, and people go crazy for it. So why can't J. Cole do it? I think it was just too close. You like, mean like in the, prox- the duration? Yeah, it was just too yeah, soon. Probably like, too soon. But yeah. again, like you know, that's just I guess J Cole trying to show his versatility and saying like, "Yo, if I had did this beat, I didn't, you know, I would. I guess I would. I guess he would have did it this way, and I would have killed it like this or whatever. I don't know. That's a cool way of looking at it too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, J Cole. Uh, I said J Cole. J Cole. <laughs> he's. I fuck with his music. Uh, he's super conscious. Um, but I feel like he talked all that mess and dropped that album, and that album was garbage. Mm. Like he dropped. Well, I'm not. Even, I'm not. A, I'm not really. Whatever. I'm not. <laughs> 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 really doesn't believe that. Like the first two songs that he premiered had the blogs going crazy. Those were like the best songs. After that, I listened to it. I liked the yeah. first song, Deja Vu. After that, I was just like, what "The fuck is this?" I like like changing clothes. You know, it just felt fun. Nah, I stopped listening to it. That one was a fun track. I can't even. I don't know. But like the thing is, like I know J Cole and Kendrick are giving the same Mendrick, giving the same message, and Kendrick I prefer I prefer Kendrick. Kendrick is message, better. and I guess maybe maybe it's because you like his cadence or like you know the it's urgency to the music, bro. It's cooler. Yeah, and he's he has a humbleness to him. J Cole, he went on that whole rant about bullshit rappers or whatever. <laughs> you came with that, it just killed it, like bro. Like why? Why'd you do this? Because now that was horrible. Like, you know, like he had the whole everybody has to die. Like that record was crazy. I was so hype 
for his album. And when it came out, for your eyes only. Yeah, nigga, for your eyes only. To <laughs> show nobody this. Oh, no. Yo. To oh, show no. no one this. Ouch, man. To Ouch. show nobody this, All the Chick Cole fans, man, not right now. They're hurt. <laughs> They're hurting. I'm not saying... It does not mean that he's a bad artist. That work was just garbage. Like, right. For your yeah. eyes only. For his eyes only. Bro. <laughs> it should have stayed that way because it really was just for him. Oh, man. Damn. Horrible. I ain't never heard nobody say that one. <laughs> that was good. It's horrible. I have no opinion on J. I, I'm not. I'm not even a fan. So, like I said, I, I don't have J. Cole versus Kendrick. I'm gonna go with Kendrick. Kendrick is way more dope. Yeah, Kendrick. And he's conscious too. I like conscious rap, mm-hmm. but it has to be done a certain way. But I feel like you can't force conscious rap in an era that doesn't want conscious rap. Like this whole debate about mumble rapping or whatever, you really can't push it because we're in a day and age where that shit does not matter. We want to hear turn up music. People, half people are on lean or drunk or there's just so much stuff going on that like it, it fits in right now. That conscious stuff, no one cares about it, bro. They're living ir- ill, responsibly, and they don't care. So realistically, like it doesn't really matter right but now. But then you could say Rain that people drop. do because like, you know, like, you know how they got the whole Afropunk scene and like, you know, that can be categorized as like conscious people. Like I can fall under that umbrella. Yeah. But then there's also like may- maybe we just don't. Like the music itself, there's sub. It's a subgenre, really, and it's like a fad. So I feel as though it, it's gonna pass. And like, I mean, everything is a fad. If we look at it like, oh, everybody's doing drugs, then like, we're gonna everybody have a, we're gonna have an ill intention of everybody's doing drugs. And everybody's like, doing drugs, or some people nah, are bro, doing drugs. We, we can't generalize everything. I say everybody because we when can. the influencers are are projecting that image, there's a lot of people who look up to these in, like you know influencers. So if the people who are projecting are projecting the image to be are doing drugs. They're affecting a lot of people. So in my mind, everybody's doing drugs because you see it. True. I just think that it's crazy because you have some kids who like, and this is where like I felt like people don't think, okay, here you are a rapper or an aspiring rapper to be, right? And you love Future and Future goes, to the, goes in and he drinks lean and he gets high and da, 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 whatever. You go into the studio and you get high and sleep your whole session. <laughs> you are backtracking. You're trying to live a lifestyle that you have yet to come to. Future can afford to do whatever he wants. He's rich. He's made it. You are not. Why are you doing the same thing, same, thing, same thing that he's doing? I'm pretty sure that when he was in your position, he was working and playing his time and actually yeah. using his time. He wasn't high or drugged up. And I, I, I also don't like think he's doing it like be lost. as much as he portrays he to be doing That's it part. He on his music. You know what he I'm saying? It. Like, Cody and Crazy. Like, come on. You'd be dead. You want to hear something crazy? <laughs> you'd be dead. <laughs> One of my friends went on tour with Juicy J, right? Now, Juicy J is supposed to be like the, like the world's craziest right. smoker he doesn't even smoke hmm. well that's what? just a way to make a 35 year old man look you know i guess cool to young kids i think it was 50 cent i heard like 50 cent for like years has never done never yeah, even yeah, drink so never like, smoke for people years. sit here yeah. and they push this stuff on you but they're, they're not even doing because why they're not dumb but they know that you are and you'll do whatever i you know see me do or i say do even like two chains like you know he's a he's a college degree yeah yo <laughs> people, the people that portray the crazy stuff has Whole pretty family. much has all their stuff like you know all their priorities in check meanwhile right. you're sitting here risking your life don't have nothing together because you want to be like him yeah when he was in your stage he was nothing like you and it's bad though because the youth may not be able to have that that capacity to distinguish what's real and what's fake you know us at a different yes you should you're a grown adult yes you should yes i you mean should, like bro. i don't know about all kids like all right think about it we were brought up we weren't brought up listening to drill music chief keef and all that but like kids in like fifth grade like out here talking about bang bang yeah, you like, can, i mean they actually leave banging it. like i'm yeah. saying you can leave it at at it at it just being music <laughs> now that's true i'm you saying, saying you can leave it at, at it just being music like 
and don't take anything from it. It's different when like you like you're just so sunken in. We're like, oh, I'm gonna be like him. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's the drugs. Like it just yeah. morphs you into this thing. We're like, oh, I'm like I'm like him. I got you know a, a belt on. Um, I got on you know. I don't fucking know Grills True religion Whatever like Whatever Yeah distortion You just like go Yeah Yeah. you just go all the way down To where it's just like eh. And I can say Honestly at a point in time In my life I was like one of those kids Like the ones that have A bunch of gold on this shit Shit itching my neck Fake ass gold Like (laughs) hell no Like (laughs) took all that shit off I wear one one Cuban chain My my watch or whatever And like you know Humble Humble you just chill out Like and I'm about to get rid Of this watch too Cause it's just like I'm downsizing stuff To where it's just like eh so I see some people that like you're again risking your life to buy all this stuff. It's just like, bro, it's a bit crazy. But as again, as you get mature and you get more knowledge, you realize that okay, that's dumb, that's stupid. I will never do that again. I will never do that. Like, so when I see people who are my age that I haven't hit that point yet, I get confused. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm young, but then again, I'm still like, you know, I don't know. I guess it's different when you've been dropped into situations where you've had to mature very fast. Mm-hmm. So your mind starts to develop a lot faster. So I can't blame everybody for being slow on a curve. So I guess you're not trying to live the hip hop producer lifestyle. Um, I mean, you can still be that and not be like. Yeah. For instance, I make pop music. When I go into meetings and I and like I'm talking or I'm saying something, they're like, "Oh, you're you're Sean Will. You made this. Like, you don't look." And then they stop or like, "Oh, what?" But that's the whole selling point is that I don't seem like, you know, what you would expect. Mm-hmm. So, with, I mean, with, with pop music, yeah, you're saying, yeah, of course. I mean, if I go into like a studio with like I don't know a rapper or something, then yeah, like you fit in 100. percent But I don't fit in within my scene. I mean, Do you time, feel that? Yeah, I was with Skrillex one time, and uh, they thought that I was uh, fucking Ray Strummer or somebody. And I was just <laughs> like, no, it's not. I'm not him. Wow, because there's a bunch of like white people. You, you think race plays a plays a role? Yeah, I went to uh, Heart Fest and I was watching The Weeknd perform. So mm-hmm. when he came off stage. The go karts came up, and being that I was the only black kid over there, they was like, "Hey, bro, like your, you know, your team's leaving." I'm not with him, but because he's like one of the only black acts performing here, and I had on chains and a watch, and I was dressed nicely, like I guess like them, I guess. You thought that I was part of the weekend's crew. I got on the car because it was the weekend, and I went. But it was just like, <laughs> yeah, still did it. It was just like, <laughs> you out. know, like I'm not with him. We are out. You right. know, like I was there with Diplo and Skrillex. I wasn't there with him, but because of what you were, I guess your appearance or whatever you seem to be like you know so even that for me kind of like pulled me back because I don't want that happening too too much although I can't really get away from it but because I like pieces but then in a way like the game is getting stigma free you know with you being in it in that genre like you know you're you're pioneering to what will be yeah I'm trying to be the first black pop you know? nigga in EDM or whatever yeah because there's none of them we have a bunch of white people in, in hip hop but there's no like major like black artist that's like taking over EDM or whatever yeah. well, on a crazy scale can you say like Carnage well, at no. one point no because he does rap well, music no. so no well now yeah you know yeah. what you mean always whenever he drops a song it's rap or he drops some weird heart style like boom 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 like shit's not playing on the radio yeah man so no I'm trying to be the first one. I'm trying to be the Vanilla Ice <laughs> <laughs> of this. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Then now that's that's I'm dead ass. And it's gonna happen because uh, you know I've been putting together some really good plays and you know again. I just thought it was a funny comparison. Knowing stuff, knowing people, and like you know, being a genuine person gets you very far, and being honest with people. Absolutely. So I mean, I'm just. Waiting to pull certain cards when I think I'm ready to do it, and then again, not rushing stuff. No one when it you know when it's time to do certain things. Word. So like, we didn't even talk much about like your personal music. Like, you know, what what do you, what do you have going on? Like, I don't really, I'm not really in the loop um, right now. Right now, I'm just pretty much 
so I leave for LA next month for like two months. So I'm trying to like pretty much finish all my projects that I have now. Because when I go to LA, I'm kind of going to be like in meetings for that stuff. So and what's going on out there? You just meetings for your uh, music? shows, vibing, talking to people, networking, but mostly like studio because I have a lot of artists in LA. So it's easier to get in with them and like interact because right now I've been doing sessions via like FaceTime. So they'll be I'll book the session at some studio and then they'll FaceTime me there and I'll like listen that way. But um, yeah, I have to go out there. And then, like I said before, like some of my plugs are out there that can like make certain things happen. So I feel like I'm at the point where I'm able to now like pull those plugs and use it. So I've been great friends with these people, like partying, talking, birthdays, whatever. But now it's time to go back and like, you know, study up the whole business side. So they're ready. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and kind of make it happen with that. But uh, right now, I've pretty much I got enough music right now for an EP, five singles, and then two more singles after an EP. So, like, so you're already, like, locked and loaded. Right yeah, I'm kind of just, right now, I'm just, like, uh, PR hunting. Right. I have one mm-hmm. PR person, but I'm adding on, like, two more to just, like, make sure that everything, like, it's, like, super done. Right. And then mm-hmm. it's all lined up already. You're ready to Yeah, like, the, the song for this month is already done. The cover's done. So, that's already in the hands of my PR person. They already have it. So, they're shopping it now as we talk to, like, yeah. a blog or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it must be exciting, man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, no, nah, I'm not excited. It's just I'm doing what I have to do. I'll be excited, like, once things go how I want them to go, I would say. I would yeah. say that, like, no one understands how hard some of this stuff is. Like, sometimes you get put, like, I've been stressed out or been depressed, but you won't know. But it's just, like, you hit those lows. But it's just, like, you have to be strong-minded and, and strong-willed to push through. Because if not, bro, this stuff will really, like, break your person. Like, right. it will really destroy you because it's what do you, crazy. What do you do to get out of that, like, funk? Um, just keep making music, but sometimes if that's not going right, then it's just like just gotta do some drugs, man. Yeah, nah, but then, nah, that's nah. not healthy either. But <laughs> realistically, I'm bro, I've, right I've, now. I've picked up like yoga and shit like that. Like I literally just sit in the, like in a dark place and just breathe, bro. Yeah, and pray a little bit. You know, send a prayer up, and then it's it's crazy because whenever I get to those points, it takes a lot for me to hit that point. Like like I hit that point, let's say a week ago. So that whole week, I was just stressed out. So I was so stressed out that I woke up at, like, eight, like 7 in the morning. I'm just up with my laptop trying to figure out, like, how can I fix this issue? Yeah. And um, I'm calling all my friends. I'm talking to people. People are like, yeah, I'm going to call you back later. I'm like, fuck, this isn't helping right now. I need this answer right now. So from 8, probably, like, at, like, 10, 30 that night, it, like, that issue resolved itself. But it had been an issue for, like, maybe a month now that was getting resolved. And then the fix didn't, you know, didn't fix that. So I'm just like, yo, like. Long story short, I was, like, uh, using PR people. People that, like, I worked with in the past, but, like, they were dropping the ball on stuff. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but they were just dropping it. One guy paid him. Don't know what happened. He dropped the ball. Mm. Another guy, his father got sick and was in the hospital. He just up and left. Then the guy that was supposed to be, like, our main go-to that, like, does PR for everybody. I'm talking about for, like, an Amarion, a Gucci man. Like, he was, you pay him. He's expensive, but he'll get it done. He dropped the ball. So I was just like, oh, my God. But he had just got a situation with a label where now he has his own label. So they gave him a bunch of money, a whole staff. So I guess he was adjusting. So after, like, finally getting him to, you know, be on board and getting him together, it resolved itself. But that kind of stuff does, like, fuck up your mind, though. Yeah. Like, when, when I first um just met you just a while ago, I don't know if you peeped. I had, like, a whole bag of fruits, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's kind of, like, my way of, like, you know. <laughs> no, nah, for real, for real. Like, it, it may sound funny, but, like, fruits is, is wavy. You feel me? Like, that's what yeah, you need. Like, you. you need those vitamins yeah, to you replenish two your body. a day. Bananas have T, TFN in them. That's the things that help your cells fight against it, like, reproducing itself. So, yeah. like, cancer. Yeah. If you eat two bananas a day, it can keep you from getting cancer. Yeah. Or, and or it also changes your mood, too. Like, yeah. you know, you may be feeling down, but it's like, depression is really not real. It's like, it's just kind of like, I mean, let me take that back. 
because you know depression is real. Yeah, it's I'm real. You right now. It's real. very, very yeah. real. I have. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, but but it's mentally you can get out of it, like yeah. health wise, because it's, it's like it's, it it's, it's, it's sometimes it's in your in your body. If it's like physically, mental, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Like you may not have the capacity, the mental capacity to do so. I feel like depending on whatever has you put thoughts, you in school? that place or whatever it. School got some thoughts. I don't know. What do you guys say, school? Talk. School said it's a chemical imbalance. I don't think it's a chemical imbalance. I think it just has to play on like with on on the cards that you've been dealt in life, probably. Yeah. And sometimes those are hard cards to get over. Sometimes, so you know, you have to just be strong and I guess figure it out. But it's definitely like not made up or something that's um, yeah, you know, easy to get over. Tell that right now. True, true. Well, that's good. I mean, now I know, have more insight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We got a caller coming in actually. I don't even know who's calling. Let's I don't see even know. We're, we're gonna pick up. We're gonna see what's good. Like Who is it? Hi, how are you? What's going I'm on? I'm sad. I love this show. Who is this? Whose radio show is this? This it's is WBLS. This is uh, <laughs> Sat Your Day Radio with Steve Harvey. Yeah, this is uh, Hot ninety seven. How are you guys doing? What's your social security number? <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass on that one. I'm so sorry. What's going on? Do you have a question for Sean? For Sean Kingston? Yeah, right. Sean Kingston, yep. We're done. Bang it on her. Sean Kingston. <laughs> I know who they were. I think I know She's who they so outdated. She couldn't even say, like, Sean Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Kingston. What's wrong with you? Kelly said Sean Paul, yeah. That's a better one. Well, we're going to take a super quick break. One song, two song break. Um, we're going to come back with some new music. And uh, sit tight. Let the Benjamins burn. Let the Benjamins. 
How many, how many people they gon' be there? I'll keep real with you. I'm in the matrix every day, I'm paying close attention. A situation every day, I'm pushing to the limits. You're flipping that raw, you catching the body, you straight out the north, my nigga. Don't let them build a case against us, try and cross this nigga. We put the vibes the most, we going coast to coast. They get restricted like us, fuck all that child support. I whip it in maybe nigga, as long as a bus. Too many weekends to get in my business like, nah, I don't be going for that. I'm not the type to be falling for none of them lies. I don't be going for that. Shaking the envy, y'all. I stay new millennial. Melting zinc, drinking ass, nigga. Fuck you pussies, make the homicide triple. Every time she comes through, I bust it on the nipples. I get to the source, keep it out of the middle. Whip a Rolls Royce, keep some codeine in my system, man. And I ain't bossing nothing, telling you my story. How many, how many? How many people gonna be there? At the end of every day. Yeah, yeah. How many, how many, how many, how many? How many, how many people they really gonna be there? Fire Marshall, astronaut. Sleep though. Only thing that sold out is the sea store. 
Nigga, how dare you stand before me and I respect my authority? If you fuck with my glory, I'ma drop the L and get gory. I done did everything and said worry. Hella drama, my life story. Faith of a mustard seed, I kept growing. I knew that this life was meant for me. Niggas changed that more than wishing wells. Karma come around, I wish and well. Living like I'm on a limitless pill, I kill the scene like I'm Denzel. Crazy like my jacket strapped up, nigga, I don't... So you're allergic to oranges? Yeah, I can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's funny? I thought the girls say, I don't think so it's if funny. you cheat on me, I'm going to give you oranges. See, that's stupid. I believe that's her. Spiteful. You're going to die. I that's spiteful. Her. You can I die. I believe her. I believe her. <laughs> that's so messed uh, up because uh, you can die. Yeah, and I believe her. She was going to do it. <laughs> so I had to break up with her. <laughs> that's crazy. You can't wish harm on nobody. That's foul. You know what I'm saying? You gotta wish that she gets itchy all over for the rest of her life and never finds out why. Nah. That's some foul shit. Thank you for the wisdom. Man, have somebody stomp her out. That was Scoob. Scoob, everybody. Man, have somebody stomp her out. <laughs> I'm allergic to shellfish. That's a way worse thing than mine. Oh, yeah. You're dying on spot. <laughs> it sucks. That's bad. It's Somebody's really bad. Yeah, a lot of people have that. I can't eat. At you. Here, here's a clam. <laughs> Lobster, cr- crabs. Oh, you're missing out on Shrimp, bro. Shrimp. Clams. I never. No, I never had. You shouldn't even go in there. You may like break out from the ocean. Yeah, yeah I, I can't even drive past the red lobster because I'm just gonna break out in hives. Oh and man, my face blows up like I'm one of those. That's Shit. crazy because now you said like someone can literally kill you, but just by like rubbing clams or something on your water bottle and then like closing your back. See, that's so fucked up. Like, why would anyone? Why would anyone? <laughs> people like that, man. There's people out there like yeah, that. Yeah, I hope that's not people I know. Like, I'm just saying, bro. Someone would find it funny. Like, let's make him go near death. Like, don't yeah, kill him, yeah, like, yeah. near death. We have an EpiPen in our back pocket, yeah. but let's see him yeah, blow his face up. But yeah. That's <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. And, like, record you and put you on World Star. World Star! Yo. Guy's face blows up uh, after friends put shrimp in water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> School just said EpiPens are the new Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> No Hatchimals. Oh my gosh. It's the new Hatchimals. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we just got some fresh air. We're back in the studio now. We're back. We're going to wrap We're this up. Um, but one thing I wanted to, to get out of you was um, you've obviously met a lot of uh, important people in the music industry in terms of um, just examples, just like Skrillex, Diplo, Snake, those kinds of people. <clears throat> Have you learned anything from them? Yeah. That. that has changed your whole entire yeah, mindset yeah, that you can share to some people listening and some upcoming artists that are looking to do Skullix something. Skullix told me one time, <coughs> this is a very important thing, and I feel like this applies to uh, you. Farted? No, I was. Oh, oh, cold, cold, cold. <laughs> I don't. That'd be so disrespectful. <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> sounding ass fart. Then, <laughs> now nah, you guys would have known. He's not eating his Damn. food, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so Skrillex told me this, and I feel like this applies to anyone trying to do something or, you know, just your life in whole. He says, he told me, he was like, yo, like, don't fall in the footprints, make them. Mm. Let's so, let that settle. Yeah, so, yeah just, just letting it settle. So, to give an example, like, you have a bunch of guys in, in EDM that, like, ex- that, like, aspired to be like him, and they make dubstep. You will never be better than him or past him because every time you get mentioned, they have to mention him. So the bigger you get, the bigger he gets because he's the one that pioneered all this. So the first question they say is, "Oh, have you talked to? Oh, uh, you know, is he your friend? Does he like you? Are you guys cool?" They're gonna always ask you things about you and him because he's the pioneer of that. And so you're falling into his footsteps. Yeah, and they can so make there's that no comparison. Thing, yeah, so you can't really get bigger than him because he's the one that's pioneering it and still pioneering that sound. 
and pushing the limits because he's still around. So, you know, it's different if you're making your own footprints. You can go as high as you want because you're the person, you know, that's doing you're it. You're that pioneer. So that's why I'm saying I'm the vanilla ice of the Indian Yeah, player. but don't you always kind of need those people? What you mean? Those people who copy and follow the footsteps? Of course. They're like the filler. But you're saying don't be that person. Yeah, don't be the filler. Who wants to be filler? Yeah. Who mm-hmm. wants to be the supporting act? It's like being an apple pie. Like you want to be the filling, or you want to be you want to be the the one that was made from scratch, or you want to be the one that's in the can. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one made from scratch, bro. That's exactly. No, I'm hungry though. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's the perfect example. Yeah, so Philosophically, that's it. And I feel like that applies to you to life as a whole, not just musically, but like life wise. Like, don't follow people. Like, mm-hmm. don't be a follower. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Don't follow in other people. Like people, oh yeah, follow my footsteps. Nah, fuck nah. your footsteps. Yeah. Amen. Fuck your footsteps. Yeah, I'm trying like to make that. my own. I like that. Yeah, because like, and that's the reason why some people in the hip hop or they say, oh, you know, other artists shouldn't sign to other artists because generally your career is only as big as that person persuades you or wants you to be because they're in, in, in ah, they're in control of it. They control your fate. Right. So at, at any moment in time, they can stop your your career because you're relying on them. Right. So, if Skrillex breaks through with this dubstep song and this country finds out about it, now nah, you're able to get into that world because they know him. So then next, uh, so then next they'll come find you. But you know, again, if you're doing your own footsteps, you're the conversation. Mm-hmm. So if I sit down, it's not oh, do you da da Like if I don't say something, you won't know. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that's like one of the most important things I've heard. And then Snake told me to just make as much music as possible. Mm. Because the songs you make now, make once, or put out? No, make. Because you understand that, like, once this clock ticks, and my clock isn't ticking like like theirs, but it ticks. Mm-hmm. And at points in time, it's really hard to have a time to sit down to make it a song. Mad stuff goes into making a song that's three minutes. You know that. You know what I'm saying? So, think about you touring all day, all year. You know, seven times on my bat, five times out there. You know, week. You have no real time to sit down and make music. So you're relying on the music that you've made in the past and others that you collaborate with, with other people who you put onto your team or, you know, or whatever. So these songs you make now may be your songs or your singles for the next five years. You never know. Right. So you want to have as much in the chamber as you can, because the more you have, the longer you can potentially last. Right. And yeah. you don't rush a yeah. single out and then it doesn't match. What yeah. You imagine you like, that like that's sense. why some people, they die off because they'll have one song and they'll have like three songs. Right. And also, it's quality over quantity. Like, don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just make songs and just have them because you can have one hit and you see it all the time. Someone comes out with a crazy record and then the next two songs are trash and then you don't care about them anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's different if they, if you know, let's say like some guy puts out 10 songs, right? Within like a year, he put out 10 songs. But out of those 10 songs, only two were hits. He's trash. Someone that put out three songs and all three were hits would be way bigger. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's about being consistent. So not only do you want to stack records, but stack good records to build on, you know, have nice foundations. So be picky with what you put out and, you know, map it out. And strategically, you want to have your worst songs come out first. The ones that are like the worst, I guess, the least it's not great a, not a leading of the track. bunch. Yeah. yeah. So this because also if you pop off too soon, you die off very fast. Like you see a lot of artists that like they get famous real fast. Mm-hmm. And then before the year is out, like the next year, you don't hear about them anymore. Like a trajectory. They just up and then come back. Down. Yeah, you yeah. just come down. Just you, like that. You come, you go down as fast as you came up. Yeah. Yep. You know, and hopefully you made a bunch of money because it's going to be hard. Like look at Drake. Drake didn't just soar up. He just gradually rose and he's still around because he's, he's, he's gradually rising. He's not. Yeah, at a constant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, his next song is always better than his last. 
Some mm. people, they put out their best song first, and then other ones like Bulletproof, the song you played. That's not my best song, or like I have songs that are ten times you know better better than that. But I'm right. putting out my worst records mm. or worst records, which I, are I still good. Relate to that because yeah. um, I have a clothing line, and like um, a lot of people are you are wearing wrote, it? um not right now, but I usually do for the most part. You should wear your clothing line every day. Very true. I wouldn't buy your clothing line if you didn't wear it. Like mm-hmm. I don't if you if that's another thing. Like you have to be your biggest supporter and biggest fan. Like you saying like like you have a T-shirt like. Or whatever you have going on. I, mean, I'm not gonna, I do have my stuff in the car. So with me constantly. That doesn't help you though. Actually, it does because I can, you know, pass out stickers and whatnot and stuff like that. But I'm saying, like, if you go into like, 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 but it will though. You know, you will though. Just, you know, you should just always like wear your stuff always, even if you have to wear the same one all the time. Like I would just yeah. wear my stuff all the time. True. All the time, because I'm gonna be like my biggest advocate. Like I'm gonna always be wearing this. I'm gonna right. always. Talk Nobody's about gonna this. rep you as hard as you will. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you, there, there are some days where I just kind of like want to support other brands, just because uh, that's just me creatively. That's just me. So like, wear Perfect. their shirt, wear your hat. Yeah, or I do wear that. Wear their yeah. hat, wear your shirt, or put their sticker on your ass or something. I don't know. True. You know what I'm saying? Some like, always have your stuff on. Everything's just it's, in the, it's just in the laundry right now, so that's you know <laughs> another reason why. That's just one of the biggest things <laughs> I've learned from you know people is you can't expect someone else to buy into your goals. Or one to believe in you if you don't, you know, go super hard for yourself. You can't want someone else to go 110 for you and you're going 75. Absolutely. So that's just why I say the thing I too with my clothing line, like, um, I have a lot of things just like archived and like, you know, like designs to concepts yeah. to like it takes time to things I want to put out. But like a lot of people think I'm not working or like I'm stagnant. But like, don't worry about. That. I don't even answer it because I know what I got. Yeah, exactly. It's Talk less, do more. So it's like why. But right now, I'm, mm. I'm planning on putting it on my collection this year. Yeah. But it's strategy. Everything is strategy. Supreme's not on the pedestal that they're on now. Yeah. Because they just said, okay, fuck it, I'm going to put out a collection. No, they built a legacy. Of course. And nobody, even if people think that Supreme is going to die, it won't because they created legacy. They're super hype beasts. It will never die. It will never die. It will never die. As much as you think it's dead, mm-hmm. coming from a more As long a, as they make sweaters that are worth $650, they'll yeah. never go out. It won't because they created that legacy and they'll stay that constant. Yeah. You know? Well, it's about that time. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to have Sean freestyle. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm going to kick a free. <laughs> kick a rhyme. But we quick. have a song here. Um, we got Yellow Tape. I literally just did this before I got here. Really? Uh, like today? Well, I didn't really make this song before I got right, here. Right, right. Not the I whole. I touched your finger up yet before I got here, yeah. Give us some, so um, this some is background th- behind it. Yeah, behind what's this up? Track too. Uh, I don't know, man. I kind of just, like I said, I just make these things, bro. Um, I have a writing team, and we just, it's all in the moment, so. I like the song. It's a, it's about you know, how can I put it? I don't know. Just listen to it. Tell me what you. How long have you been working on this? Is this like, like a long project, or is this something you just? This song is taking me week? some time. Awesome. Just because, like I said before, you want to make sure that all the details are right, and it's still you guys are still playing a rough draft of it, so it's still not where I wanted to be. But right because I was coming here, and I was just like, all right, I'll play it for you guys. All right, awesome. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Chasing clouds all the way down Promise you'll save me I can feel the danger Of this perfect
Sheesh. So when, what's the moves with this? When, when can we expect it out? Or uh, do you have any ideas? I may put it out this month. I'm not sure. Uh, I have like three other songs that are like up. It's kind of like I'm trying to. This song is like really good to me. I like it a lot. But um, as did the kid that just walked in and organically gave yeah, some feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, who made this? Like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. Because I wanted to test it out. I mean, all of my friends love it. Like, like I have a, like a base of friends that like don't know nothing about music. And, um, you know, they love it or they're, like, crazy about it. So, hmm. I want to put it out this month, but it may go on my project, I'm not sure, in March. So, either you'll see it this month or you'll see it in March on the project. Awesome. Yo, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to hear this. And we're going to wrap things up here, but if you can give any some advice to some people out there that are listening and uh, or kind of want to get in a similar lane that you're getting in terms of production there's just starting out yeah. and they may want to do edm they may want to do hip-hop they don't know what they want to do either but what what can you tell them i mean just general like life. ground zero they yeah, don't just general life advice is don't don't be suckered in by the false securities okay if you don't like what's happening in your life or you're not, you know, cool with it, change it. Don't be afraid to leave your comfort zone. There's nothing wrong with leaving and trying something. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's on, on the, you know, on the cliff of life and we're watching everyone else soar by and, and having fun with their lives. But here you are on the cliff afraid to jump. You have your parachute, but you're afraid to jump. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to jump. Yeah. Take that leap. Of course, when you faith. fall, your parachute won't open up right away. You're going to skin your knee, probably break your elbow. You, you, you'll, you'll probably go through hell But eventually Your parachute will open And you will soar Yeah But if you'll never take that chance You'll never know And you'll always live in a Quit your if. job 2017 Yeah Smartly though yeah. Smartly yeah. though yeah. Yeah. If, that's, if that's all <laughs> you got yeah. If yeah. that's all you got You gotta Nah yeah. no, There's this podcast too Called Quit Your Job I had a, <laughs> And like it's not t- kind of it's not, it's not It's not too aggressive And radical Like don't yeah. quit that shit Like no It's kind of giving you A sense of What's your passion And then if it's your passion Follow it Yeah like, I mean I had a job that. At a at a job, at a job set up for after college that would have paid me like three hundred K. I had a scholarship and I probably had like a year and a half of like yeah, like a year ago and I was just like, fuck it. Like I was in class and I was just like, Why am I here? Just curious, what did you what did you what, did you, what were you? I was gonna pursuing? be uh, a it's called doubly, but it's like a higher up of like engineering, like you design spaceship parts or whatever. I was really good with computers and like programming circuits and different stuff. Oh wow. So um I was kinda gonna be like a scientist for like engineering, I guess you could say. So I had a job lined up uh, at this hospital where I would fix and make machines for a hospital. So the lowest paid engineer that made three hundred K and my mom's friend was the one that hired the engineers there. So all I had to do was just graduate that next year and I would have the job. And they gave you a bend and I was just like, No. Uh, wow. fuck it. I, 
Was it right? was it a passion? Or no, it's just like why well, be trapped in like some people they get trapped into like that false sense of security where again like jobs are false senses false senses of security. You're not in control of your own fate, and if you get fired, your whole life is over. I rather control my my mm-hmm. own fate and be my own boss. Yeah, okay. and that comes from like the, the whole fixed mindset of things. Like you know, like kids are put into school, and like you know. Yeah, like if you're not in this prestigious career, you know, I kind of got out of that way, fixed right? mindset too there's no, recently. There's no point in going to these crazy schools if you're not going to get a job in these fields. Half of these jobs that you go to school for want you to have five years of experience. So when you graduate top of your class from Harvard or wherever, and Bob, who's been, you know, doing the same job for 10 years and, has, and you know, has experience, yeah. why would they hire you? you, you, you you've you read about this, but you have no idea how to do this. Why would a job hire you? That makes no sense. They'll hire Bob. For lower pay, put him in college for free, and then you know, in four or five years, he'll make that you know, whatever amount of money, and then all he has to do is just work for them for like, like you know, I yeah. guess the next ten years or whatever. Long because story short, you beat skill. the system. You sitting here in debt with this piece of paper, working at Popeyes, trying to get these jobs. Bob has never been to school, but he's done this for the last ten years, and guess what? He got the job over you it's because, because he skill. knows what he's doing. That too. And I have a, uh, my cousin. She just told me she has a friend. He has felonies. He's a convict. Mm-hmm. And then like <laughs> but, but, but peep this Bro got certified And has skills in Python Dude is making 100k a year See He's getting job offers everywhere It's skill You know what I'm saying It's, yeah. it's what they need It's what you need Put it this way right But mm-hmm. even things too Are gonna be A lot of things Are gonna become automated Why Why do I need A bunch of accountants Not even that Put it this way right If your car breaks down right mm. And let's say I've been reading a bunch of videos And watching YouTube And yo I have a strong idea Of how to change And fix this on your car but Ant here, never watched videos, but he actually have, has done this for the last four or five years. Who are you going to pick, me or him? The guy that kind of has an idea or the guy that's been doing it? Mm. That's been doing it. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Right. So exactly. Because he's authorized. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not even authorized. He's just he's done, done doing this. He's yeah. experienced. He, You're going to use him. What I, what I go to a doctor or what I go to just like, you know, a bus driver. Yeah, and anything, that's, <laughs> like, and anything that's worth doing <clears throat> has a second layer of school to it hence you go to school to be a doctor you go to regular college and then to med school you mm-hmm. want to be a pr person you go to college and that's it because guess what you don't need to be here for this but thank you for the money i'll take it you know what i'm saying like right. some things is literally just like go out there in life and do them you it's need to come to college to be a pr or to learn business what you don't have to balance money by now or you can't figure that out on mm-hmm. your own yeah oh i'm gonna own my own business i doubt it you're gonna be in debt what the fuck you're gonna be in debt for a piece of paper that you don't need. Realistically. Yeah. What are you yeah. here for? Mm-hmm. No entrepreneur or even better, go on the billionaires list. No one on there has ever graduated college. They either never went or dropped out. I should tell you something. Mm-hmm. Read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It'll tell you something. Oh, it's a great book. I started reading it. Yeah. The Japanese yeah. guy, right? I believe. None of these people who are successful have ever wasted their time in a classroom with someone that has no idea what they're talking about. Teachers nowadays probably either go by a curriculum or a syllabus or whatever. They don't really know. If anything, if, if, if anything happens beyond this syllabus, I cannot help you. Mm, right. So realistically, why am I paying you then? Or why, am, or why am I in school for PR, but I'm in the gym class? Even down to the way no some sense. teachers teach, like to some, I have some professors that are great and like they teach me in a, in a, um, a Socratic method way rather than just like making me just you know, lecturing me and doing Blackboard stuff. When am I ever going to use Blackboard outside of college? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, my actual professor started making us use Slack, a chatbot that's like new, something that's you know updated, and like 
people are going to need to use these type of things because it's yeah. new. It's the future. It's next. Yeah. So show me what's next. Don't show me what's now and like what's pa- before. Like yeah. don't show me that. Sean. But yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on Saturday Radio. Where can people find you? Uh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Sean Will Music. That's pretty much where I put everything. SoundCloud, everything. Sean Will Music. You just go to my Instagram. It'll lead you to everything. Awesome. And where could you got anything coming up? Any shout outs you want to give to people? Nope. No. All right, cool. <laughs> shout out great. Sean Will. Shout out, to this show today. shout out me. Shout, shout out, out Sean. to you guys. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate nah, that. Nah, man, this was a great conversation. I'm going to run this back, too. Yeah, this yeah, one's man. definitely going to have some heavy play. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah. But thank it's you great. so much. This was Saturday Radio. Yeah, they're calling me now. They told me I have to leave. They got, we got to leave. The money's calling. The money's calling. Yeah. But yo, yeah. Let's just um, tune out. Thank you so much. It's shout out bar. to WRNU. This has been Saturday Radio. This is Radio. Kiss FM. <laughs> 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 they wish. They wish. This right. welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Morning <laughs> Show. <laughs> I've never listened to Steve Are you Harvey having radio. back pains? <laughs> Is your vagina killing you? Take these. You can get Viagra at discounted price. <laughs> you <laughs> you was a pill. You're you suffering from mesothelioma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Those are the worst things ever, bro. I'm out of here, man. Bro. You guys have been great. Out. Thank you, man. Thank you for tuning into my show, guys. <laughs> Next week, I'm going to have Bryson Teller up here. Yo, hey. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my show. We're taking it back. Like, All right, man. NKNX signing off. Abar, out. You guys need, need, you guys both should change your names, okay? Your name, NKNX, sounds like a, sounds just throw it out hard, bro. Sounds really hard to fucking say. I know, it sounds hard. This whole time, I thought your shit was just like next or something else. You said that, I'm like, oh, I got the wrong idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, to put it out there, I'll, I'll rethink it. Yeah, I'm not the type to be like you know. A bar, like, you should rethink a bar. But then again, if you got lit, a bar isn't a bad name. It's like, oh, my homeboy a bar over here. A bar's lit. It flows. It flows. It just rolls like four people. It just rolls up the tongue. You sound like four people. N K N X. Like lit. You're like a Backstreet Group. If you wanna be whatever, I'm a lot of things though. Hate you. I'm a lot. I'm a lot. Gotta get with my friends. I'm a lot of talent. It's so kind of crazy. Like we out, damn. <laughs> we out. Sean's gotta go. All right, man. Be safe. Saturday radio. Be safe, Running though. Off.